Hello, and thank you for tuning into Mum Talk, hosted by myself, Emma Jolin, mum to Amandine and Elwood. If you are new here, I share my journey as a mum from pregnancy to life as a mum of two. Sharing all the highs and all the lows, not only am I joined by incredibly knowledgeable guests, experts in their fields, but also mums and dads sharing their experience of pregnancy and parenthood. As always, you can trust in Mum Talk to be honest, real and informative and provide plenty of nod along and me too moments. Wherever you may be, thank you for listening and being part of today's conversation. Hello! Oh my goodness, it's been a while. I'm so sorry. I remember in the podcast, the last podcast, me saying, oh, I'll probably be back within the week. Every time I record one of these podcasts, I enjoy it so much. And I think, you know what? I'll be back really, really um, soon. (laughs) And then I never am because there's just no space, it seems, at the moment. Life has just gotten really crazy um with this age and the two of them and Elwood being so more mobile and it's just gone a bit mental but I will fill you in on what's been happening with us for those of you who are interested and thank you so much of you uh, to those of you who have reached out on Instagram to say are you okay are you alive (laughs) um we are okay so I think where we last uh kind of stopped with the last podcast I was about to run my half marathon which happened almost six weeks ago now and I haven't run since (laughs) which is awful but there's an explanation so the half marathon went really well um I don't know if you'll remember but I was poorly before the half marathon for quite a while with colds from Amandine starting preschool and then Elwood and then oh just everything so I wasn't able to train as much but anyway I finished it I got my medal um which I'm looking at right now actually and I am still proud of myself that I did a half marathon but I do want to get back out on the trails really really soon because I miss it I really miss that time and I felt it um the not having that one two hours every other day kind of running and just having that time to myself to think to organize my thoughts to get my words out you know just to just to be (laughs) rather than be needed all the time um anyway although saying that I did have a massage yesterday which was amazing it really was my body feels so much better today it was a gift from my sister and it was just wonderful But the whole hour that I was lying on the massage bed, all of these thoughts kept coming into my head and I just could not empty my brain. And I was trying to think about going, okay, let's go back to yoga breath. Let's do some yoga breath. Let's really try and clear the brain, try and imagine a white piece of paper. You know, all of the stuff that I essentially try and teach through... um, what I teach, yoga and and breath work and movement and just being in tune with your own body. But I just couldn't, I could not practice what I preached. And then I got to that point in the massage when you're thinking, it must be really close to the end, but I really don't want it to stop. But this is so nice, but I haven't relaxed. My mind's been going, you know, and then I was thinking, God, my toenails are awful because when I did the half marathon, um, I think I'm probably on, this is really gross, sorry, but I'm probably on the way to losing a few toenails. Um, And I was thinking, oh, I haven't, I haven't done my toenails. (laughs) My legs are really hairy. (laughs) 
and I was wearing a thong, which I never wear, okay, I never wear thongs anymore, I still very much rock my maternity knickers, because once I went to those, I enjoy the comfort of maternity knickers, which are almost up to my boobs, I love them, and, but yesterday I wore a thong, because I was wearing leggings, and they were a type of leggings that I just couldn't wear any other pants with, they didn't give me a panty line, anyway, she whips this towel, like, halfway down my bum and like, it's just been such a long time since I've had a massage and I was like oh well, that's quite revealing I didn't say anything but I thought oh wow okay my ass is out for everyone to see <laughs> and then I was thinking I haven't had a bikini wax in such a long time anyway just all of those thoughts for my massage but sorry I've gone completely off topic so yeah I did my half marathon um it was way more hilly than I expect well than I I had expected it to be hilly but I hadn't quite realized the gradient of most of the hills Anyway, I had the most incredible support team. My sister came out with her newborn baby and her husband and, you know, they're triathletes and Ironmen, essentially. They've both done Ironman, so they were really great and they were giving me loads of tips and it was just really lovely to have their support. And my mum came um, and uh, did loads of, yeah, was kind of waving at me at every point too and at the halfway point which was quite tricky because it was a it was a go out turn around and come back trail run um which I I prefer loops because <laughs> then you don't get halfway thinking oh my god I have to do all of those hills that I just ran down I now have to go all the way back up all of them <laughs> anyway then um we oh then my mum actually went away on holiday but the day before she went away on holiday our family dog who is now 13 he got vertigo so uh he couldn't go down the stairs my mum's house is I think it has about six flights of stairs and it's quite a tall house anyway he just couldn't be in that house with the dog sitter so we took him in which was great although halfway through having him uh all of us got covid for the first time ever we've managed to dodge it and we all came down with it i possibly got it first um, maybe from elwood i don't know um but it's really difficult to know when we first came down with it because amandine and elwood both kind of have had 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 sorry colds for ages because of preschool um from amandine picking them up so it's hard to know when it started but when I thought, I just had an inkling um, that I had it because my chest felt quite kind of heavy and I started to cough just a little bit, like the tiniest little bit when I went to bed and I just felt a bit draggy. So um, I did a test and I was very positive. I mean, very, very positive. Um, so I'd clearly been positive for a couple of days and um, we I didn't bother testing Elwood um, and then Hendrik tested, he was positive, we tested Amaldine, she was positive, so she didn't go back to preschool, uh, so we didn't send her into preschool for a week and a half until she tested negative, and, um, Hendrik actually tested positive for three weeks, <laughs> he was still testing positive at three weeks, it was a bit ridiculous, Anyway, we're all clear, we're all fine, we're very, very lucky to all have our health, none of us suffered too badly, the worst, I would say we had probably, or I had three horrendous days, Amandine didn't seem to affect her at all, nothing more than a cold, Elwood had a really nasty cough, really nasty cough with it, so um, 
and Elwood was throwing temperatures. Amandine didn't throw a temperature, I don't think, but I threw a temperature whilst I was trying to keep Elwood upright. So I was throwing uh, about a 39.5 degree temperature and then um, Elwood was also throwing a temperature. So we were both roasting on top of... Uh, he was on top of me. I was trying to stop him from coughing. I couldn't get a, a, a tiniest bit of sleep because I was trying to hold up Elwood and I was also worried about Amandine. And I remember lying in bed shivering because you're so hot and sweating, trying to hold Elwood. It was just awful. And I was making him wet because I was sweating so much. And when my temperature started going down, ugh, it was dreadful. But anyway, we got through it and we have come out of the other side, fingers crossed, with no um, long-lasting effects. So let's touch wood. That that stays, um, stays that way. Elwood now has another cold, <laughs> but yeah, looking after the dog wasn't that great um, whilst we had COVID because he's an old dog. Um, he was on this medication for vertigo, which made him quite incontinent. So every time Elwood woke up, he then needed to go out. So I, you know, Elwood, I'd find a window where Elwood would wake up. So I'd be able to get out of bed with him, go downstairs, let the dog out at kind of 3am in the morning, come back upstairs. It was messy. It's been, it's been a messy, messy time. <laughs> Anyway, it turns out really sadly, very, very sadly, actually, but we've all kind of come to terms with it, which is why I can talk about it so freely now. Um, but it's very sadly, our family dog has been diagnosed with lymphoma. So we are just giving him loads of cuddles and loads of love. He's back with my mum now. He's on steroids, uh, which are helping him. Um, I have actually given him a good life. Uh, for whatever he has kind of to remain before um, he starts to potentially uh, go downhill. Um, so he is thoroughly enjoying being outside and very happy dog again, but he, yeah, does have um, lymphoma and he is 13, so he's old dog. Um, but yeah, it's quite sad. We went down to see him and the kids love him and gave him loads of cuddles and kisses and yeah, it was lovely. And then came Halloween, which was pumpkin carving. I got Amandine a brilliant outfit, which will hopefully last for years and years and years. I just got her a witch's cap and uh, a cape from H&M, which has lots of little gold stars on and gold bats. And my mum bought her a couple of wands. So everything that will that she won't grow out of. I think the cape is kind of four to eight-year-olds and the same with the hat. So I'm, I'm always trying for fancy dress to buy things that have longevity. Um, because we bought her in France a frozen dress, which actually has lasted her a really long time. She's, what, four now, and the dress, I think, was year up to age three. And she's only just growing out of it now, so... Which reminds me, I need to order a few more fancy dress... Uh, frozen dresses for Amadine for Christmas, because I know that she really really wants some frozen dresses I also had a wonderful um haircut <laughs> my kind of 10 weekly haircut uh which was lovely I went to my usual place and had my hour of just peace and quiet um my complimentary back neck and shoulder massage it was wonderful and then I stepped outside and it poured with rain and my hair got ruined and I got drenched <laughs> But I also, I did manage to get some Christmas shopping done. We, one of our traditions, um, if anyone is looking for kind of traditions to do, one of our traditions 
is um, because Hendrik's French, San Nicolas, San Nicolas comes on the 6th of December with um, advent calendars and maybe a little chocolate, but what I added into it, so we don't do stockings. Um, so instead, I give them PJs, or San Nicolas brings PJs and a book and a bit of chocolate. And I think Hendrik wants to potentially add a little game. But then we also do like a family advent calendar throughout um advent throughout December and last year I was so unprepared I didn't have all of the bits so kind of San Nicolaus kept coming back through December and delivering more bits into the advent calendar so this year I've tried to be really organized and been gathering little bits along the way so everything is ready in the advent calendar um, by the time the 6th comes so we don't start on the 1st San Nicolaus only comes on the 6th so yeah, I think I'll be ready. Because between now and then, we're in France. So, or we go to France for a little while. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I've tried to be organised. And I think, I think, I think I'm pretty organised. But that has meant any form of social life with my half marathon, with COVID, with having my mum's dog, um, it's just gone down the drain. But in a way, it's been quite nice. Because I've really been trying to focus and really zone in. Because I've been getting very overwhelmed recently. Um, Well, actually, I've kind of had this feeling of overwhelm probably for the last year or so, actually. And I've been really trying to zone in on what is going to make me happy. um, And that really is a wholesome family. So as much as I adore my friends and my connections and you know, having that social life outside of family life, uh, really having a very strong family unit of four is what I'm really trying to work on. I have found it very difficult to, and I still do, to find the right balance between my family, so my, my immediate family, my husband, my two children and me, And my, not old family, but the family that I've come from. So my mum and my sister. Um, For those of you who are new to the podcast, maybe my my father passed away uh, when I was 15. So it's really been, I've now had my father out of my life for longer than he was in my life. Which is a very odd point to be, but... um, there we go, for those of you who don't know. Uh, so yeah, I've been trying to kind of find that balance. <laughs> and, and I know it might not sound like I should be needing to strike a balance or find a balance, but I don't know, there's just, there's this pull of desperately wanting to be there for my mum and my sister and my sister's family. She has a newborn baby and her husband and their dog and my kind of natural thing is to help everybody where I can. So, you know, my mum says the family dog has vertigo. I'm like, absolutely, give him to me, we'll take him. You know, my sister needs something, or maybe she doesn't even need something. I just want to be, make sure that I'm there doing everything that um, I can to support her and her new baby and her husband. Um, but actually, <laughs> I, I jump on those things before I even think, well, hang on, Emma, you've got your own husband and your own two children that need caring for. Anyway, 
there'll be more to come on this because I'm kind of unwrapping it as I go. But uh, yeah, I, I find it difficult to kind of find that balance of where where it all goes. <laughs> obviously, my children come first. Obviously, uh, that that goes without without saying. But it's a bit of an internal turmoil for me. I wonder if any of you feel the same. It'd be really nice if you if you do to reach out or if you've you know, had to go through this, or maybe you haven't, maybe it's been really very obvious for you. Maybe you don't feel like you've had to make a choice, or not a choice, I don't feel like I have to choose. I'm not explaining this well at all. <laughs> um, you can tell I haven't done a podcast for a while, but anyway, it, it'll be, I need to get my thoughts in order, and then I can come back to you on the topic. <laughs> um, Amandine, I thought Amandine would really struggle going back into preschool after she had COVID um, because she went in, did she go in once? I think she went in once and then it was half term. I think that's right. Um, She went in once, then it was half term and then I thought she would really, really struggle because she wouldn't have been in much. But she was great. The drawing a heart or drawing a star so Hendrik has a star or a heart and then I have the other one we put one on Elwood's wrist as well because he comes running over with his wrist going me 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 um and we and Amandine also has a star and a heart and she she kind of we call it charging so we we put them together and we charge them and we originally I originally did it with Amandine outside of nursery where we would put our wrists together and kind of charge it up and then she would go on into nursery and that has actually been game changing I don't really know why and we kind of said you know look at it if you miss us in the day but we then ask her when she comes back from preschool uh if she looked at it and she says no no I didn't need to not today which is lovely um, you know, she tells us if she cried, if she missed us. And for the last couple of times, um, she said no, she'd been really happy. We uh, put, Hendrik made this kind of um, backdrop for our TV in our living room, which was made from old pallets and our TV used to be bolted onto it. We've since taken our TV off and actually put it on the other wall. And we were wondering what to do with that space because it just looks like two <laughs> kind of wooden well it doesn't actually it's, it's basically a, a, a panelled wall from crates essentially um anyway we were thinking of taking it down and I think we will eventually take it down but right now Amandine is putting on all of her artwork from preschool on there which is great because we can see everything that she's done and whenever she's not sure about going to preschool we say oh well can you make something for the board we've got holes to fill in look there's a hole there a hole there a hole there and it's almost like we've given her a task to go and do at preschool. And then she's so excited to show us what she's made at preschool for the board. And the minute we get home, she says, Mummy, pin it up. Can you pin it up? Let's pin it up. Um, which is really nice. We recently had an Ofsted inspection at our local preschool. So that'll be really interesting to come back and see. I think it, it was outstanding the last time they had it done, which I think was in 2018. Um... Anyway, so it'll be interesting to see if it's still outstanding or if it's gone to good. I think a lot of the outstandings have gone to good because I think uh, I think I read somewhere that it's very, very difficult to get an outstanding at the moment, um, especially uh, in the current kind of climate. Um, I'm not sure how that makes a difference, but that's what I was reading anyway. Um, and there we go. 
But I thought I would just jump on it. That's literally all of the kind of stuff that's been going on. I have actually, I want to share this with you. I did really want to share this with you. I've been listening to a few key podcasts recently, which I thought some of you may benefit from. So they have, I've, I've been listening to them because I find the voices really relaxing and they've been helping me go to sleep. So um, Dr. Chatterjee, I think that's how you say his name uh does feel better live more podcast and i really like his podcast because i find his voice very relaxing and there are a few of his guests that i have also found voices very relaxing so if you haven't yet listened i'm not saying put a podcast on and go to sleep but that's that's what i do um but then i find them so interesting that i then can't sleep because they seem to ignite something in my brain and then I'll stop, make a note of the time. I'll put my uh, timer on so it goes to sleep within kind of 20 minutes. I've fallen asleep and then I'll go back to the podcast uh, the next day, maybe when I'm in the car or something. But if you haven't yet heard of, I'm probably really late to the party here and I'm sure I've heard his name before, but I have been listening to his two podcasts with Peter Crone, the mine architect. He's an English guy that uh, lost his parents very young I think his mum died of cancer when he was about seven and then uh, his father um, died in a a very famous accident when he was about 17. Um, and then he, I think he moved to uh, Australia potentially if I'm remembering right and then America and he lives now in America. Um, and his the podcast or what he shares on there, sorry I was just trying to find them. So the ones that I have listened to on Dr. Chatterjee's podcast, it's number 290, um, How to Design Your Perfect Life. And I also listened to 257, which is with Johnny Wilkinson. That really put me to sleep. Such calming voices, but really interesting. And then number 82, which is How to Create the Life You Were Born to Live with Peter Crone. Um... And also the other one is 294, Dr. Gabor Mate uh, on trauma, illness and healing. Really interesting, really interesting chats. And I also listened to Conversations of Inspiration with Holly Tucker. So I run to these a lot, but really interesting one um, with Mo... Gordat, I don't know how if that's how you say his name, but he was the chief business officer at Google X. I think I wanted to share the name of that one on the last podcast that I did, but I found it really, really interesting. Um, and another one that loads of you have been asking me about was the one with Fern Cotton. Um, you, that one is really good. <laughs> um, there you go. There are my podcast recommendations. Uh, anyway, we're going to have a bit of a switch up on the podcast, um, but there'll be more to come on that. But essentially, I'm going to be joined by a previous guest of mine who is going to come on the podcast and we're going to chat life. We're going to chat children. We are going to chat relationships, struggles, emotions, therapy, everything and anything, pregnancy, all sorts. We'll answer your questions. We'll do everything that we do on Mum Talk before. Um, but it's going to be really lovely and refreshing. And you're going to absolutely 
adore her. That's all I'm going to say at the moment. All right. Well, lots of love to you all. And thank you so much for tuning in to this week. I can't, I'm not going to promise you that there's going to be a podcast next week because let's be honest, there probably won't be. Um, but I will try and stay more on top of my social media and give you little updates on there. And I will let you know when the next podcast will come online. All right. If you're not yet following, make sure you follow over at Mum Talk Podcast on Instagram. Lots of love to you all. Bye.